That's not what I wanted to play, but we'll do this one. It's not playing. Oh, well. We're back, guys. Tension Deficit Order. Season, what is it? 17. 17. Episode Cantina Band. (laughs) Episode 8. Jesus, man. Man, that burned me out. This is the Force Awakens of the season. Yeah, now my computer just completely shut on. Yeah. Hold on. We got it ready. No, um, no, it's not the Force Awakens of the season. What do you mean? No. <laughs> it's the, um, what is it? 
Uh, oh, I'm, wait, all, no, I'm I all thrown off because my computer's all fucked up. Hold on, guys. Well, at least your board isn't chirping like a fucking chipmunk what? on meth. Well, if it's a, was it one thing, it's another, guys. You know what's up. Here we go. Three, two. Yeah! There we go. Uh, attention deficit order, season 17, episode 9. Yes! Man, my computer was fucking up. Here's the beginning. Episode 9! Yes! Attention deficit order, guys. There's the start I wanted. Man, I'm winded. What? I'm winded. I need to take my. I need to take a breather. Man, let the Japanese rock and roll band play for a bit. Okay. Uh, I had some water, so I think I'm better. Yeah. What's up, guys? We're back. Does this melt banana or fucking romantic gorilla or some shit? No, like that? this is Datsu. Datsu? Datsu! Kenji Noana. Bam. It's Dihatsu. Chewy. Here we go. We're home. Okay, this is a montage of all the, ch- the all the Chewbacca speaks all at once. Here we go. Every one of his lines mashed together. I found this one for uh, Chewy. Every one of his lines from all his movies. Nine minutes. <laughs> 44 seconds. <laughs> like mashed up together, it just sounds like shit. Oh man. Old Chewy. Uh, I mean, it's uh, this is the what's gonna happen though right I mean Carrie Fisher's gone fucking uh, what's his name fucking R2 yeah two out of the four in that chamber are dead 
And, yeah. uh... Wow, this is all in the uh, trash compactor. They just cut everyone else's line out. <laughs> it's like every other word. Uh, classic Chewy, guys. Classic. Later, Chewy. Yeah, Rip Peter Mayhew. This is a this is a fitting tribute to him, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, one and only uh, Wookie in my head, at least. I know uh, they got the new guys, but whatever. Oh yeah, the new guys just a big oof doofus. Yeah, just a tall like Norwegian basketball player. Yeah. He doesn't yeah, have the panache of Peter May. No, no, he didn't, dude. You know, come on. That's why we're playing all the Peter Mayhew stuff right here. This is all old. <laughs> it just sounds like a guy with like the gnarliest case of constipation ever. <laughs> um, it's kind of, uh, it's kind of like, uh, it's kind of er, entrancing. Like. <laughs> Oh man. All right, so uh, yeah, later Peter Mayhew. How old was he? 77? 74? Yeah, somewhere around there, like mid 70s. Oh man. But the guy had like Marfans or something and uh What Marzipan? No. Not fucking sweet cheese. <laughs> <What did he laughs> Marfans. Like Lincoln, uh like Abraham Lincoln. His tall, gaunt, like stretched out face kind of look. That's a, I think he had, well, let me look. Yeah, what was it? I don't know. Uh, he had marzipan. No, he did have Marfan syndrome. That's why he was so tall. Okay. Um, so uh, Marfan's is like this, uh, like congenital illness you're born with, it affects your heart um, a lot. And so you have uh, problems with blood pressure and stuff like that. Um, but you also grow really tall and you have like crazy looking fucking joints and all that stuff. So um, yes. that's why he got cast as a Wookiee because he fucking had a disease that made him uber tall. 74 was his age. All right, hold on. Just a second. Yeah, I think, yeah, he was 74 years old, right? Mm -hmm. That's that's what I wrote down. Well, I knew it was going to happen. You know, he wasn't looking good last time we saw him. No, Shock, that's true. Shock Baca. And, yeah, I mean, he was doing all the sitting down bits in uh, the last couple movies. It was the the young basketball player who was doing everything else. Oh, that's all he was doing? Oh, okay. Yeah, he was just doing the parts where it was, like, torso up. Or he was, you know, sitting or standing still or something like that. If there was any running, any any movement, like his knees apparently were all jacked and fucking. So they had. That's why they had the other guy in there too. Oh, okay. That makes sense. The old, the oh, that younger guys are. I love you, Peter Mayhew. Mm -hmm. You're my favorite. Probably. <clears throat> okay. Do, okay. Here's a. Semi-slight spoiler for um, Spider-Man um, Far From Home. If you don't want to hear it, you can mute your mic. I'm going to play it. Here we go. Ready? Everybody? Go Here we go. 
is Mr. Beck. Mysterio? You can call me Quentin. But you handled yourself well out there today. You saw what you did with the tower. We could use someone like you on my world. I'm sorry, your world? Uh, Mr. Beck is from Earth. Just not ours. There are multiple realities, Peter. This is Earth, Dimension 616. I'm from Earth 833. We share identical physical constants, level 4 symmetry. I'm sorry, you're saying there's a multiverse? Because I thought that was just theoretical. I mean, that completely changes how we understand the initial singularity. Because it's insane. Sorry. See? Bam. So. Yeah. No, that was all over Twitter. No spoilers there. Yeah. Well, it is a spoiler if you don't want to hear it. <laughs> you know, it's a huge or spoiler. Or on social media because everyone was talking about it on Twitter and Reddit and fucking Facebook. Yeah, but it's easy to pass up. You I know, guess if you don't if you don't want to look at it, you can just see. All you have to see is Spider Man in there and just keep going. Mm-hmm. You know, that's all I do. Yeah, yeah it's easy. I, I, I avoided all the Avengers spoilers. You know, mm-hmm. and there are way more people that saw that than this. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, this one was. Uh, um, yeah, I already got my tickets for the movie. I mean, bringing in the multiverse is kind of a cool thing. Uh, because then that brings in a whole bunch of villains from um, X-Men comics, if they decide to do that. I mean, Mojo's kind of silly, but it also kind of makes sense in <laughs> in this day and age when everyone's glued to a phone or a tablet or a fucking screen of some kind, you know? Uh, yeah. Well, we'll see what happens in Far yeah. From Home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got IMAX 3D tickets. I got Prime tickets. And I got opening night tickets. Those are easy to get. Those are like no problem. This is basically a continuation of fucking uh, Endgame at this point. You know, it's like an epilogue to Endgame. From the trailer I saw, that's what it seems like to me. Right? From how, how Spidey's dealing with everything. Oh, yeah. No, it's definitely after the fact. I mean, there's that big mural of fucking Tony uh, of Iron Man up, and he's looking at it like he's about to fucking start bawling. And who made that? Maybe Miles Morales made that. You know? Ooh. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? And Stark Tower is gonna become or uh, is gonna become Oscorp, or um, or the other one. Oscorp or no, it, it, it'll become uh, the Fantastic Four. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That or yeah, Oscorp or that one. No, it won't be Oscorp. Oscorp is already in the MCU. Where? Right. They showed it in one of the Avengers movies. I remember seeing it flash by. It was real quick. Um, damn it. Yeah, it I might have been in, in, not in Civil War, but maybe <clears throat> Captain America. Um, Winter Soldier? I forget. I'd have to look. Uh, I don't know. I don't remember that at all. Mm. Maybe you're right. I don't know. I have no idea. I don't it remember was that. a logo. It was like um, in um, uh, in Man of Steel at the very end when you saw the Luth- uh, Lex Luthor's fucking satellite go by. Yeah, I remember Earth. that. Yeah. Right? It, it was the same kind of thing. Oh, okay. Quick flash. And if you missed it and you didn't know the logo, um, then yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised. But it would make sense that Stark Tower becomes the Fantastic Four's headquarters. Maybe not so fast, though. You know. No, they're Maybe. not going to do 
do Fantastic Four for a while. People have to forget how bad that um that last Fantastic yeah, they Four. They have to they have to think of a way to do it right. You know. It's like, hmm. Okay, we'll think. I don't know. We'll see what happens in the next ten years with all these movies. Yeah. So this is so Spider Man's the last movie of phase three? I don't know. Four? I have no idea what the fuck phase are in. No. Phase three? I don't know. I've got an article right here. Let me... Okay, so I guess it's phase three. Spider-Man's the end of phase three. And then four is going to be all their other shit. That's right. <clears throat> all their, all their space-timey shit. Running around in space. Uh, yeah, I think that should be... I don't know. I don't know, man. Hopefully, I, I hope this Spider-Man's good. As good as the last one was. The last one was good. You know? Yeah, it looks like right now all that Disney and Marvel have released are untitled Marvel film and release dates. And it looks like three a year, two or three a year, starting in 2020. Well, yeah, but those are like um, uh, Doctor Strange 2, uh, mm-hmm. Black Panther 2. Right. Um, uh, what's the other Widow. two? Black Widow. Something Shang-Chi. Oh, I'm yeah, sure that Shang-Chi Shang guy. Captain yeah. Marvel number two, Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Yeah, it's, it's going to be flooded now. Between that, the, uh, the, the staggered, um, new staggered uh, trilogy that they're putting out for Star Wars. Right. Uh, and the, um, what's the other thing? And uh, Avatars. So it's going to be Avatar, Star Wars, Avatar, Star Wars. Every other year. So they're not competing in the box office. It's completely yeah. mapped out that way. That's why they pushed uh, Avatar back again. Mm-hmm. Which uh, I'm not sad about. Uh, I, uh, yeah, I hope they make it perfect. You know? I hope it gets awesome. You know, I'm, yeah. looking, I'm looking forward to Avatar. Because I know James Cameron is going to have some killer shit going on. And everyone's going to fucking eat crow. It will be interesting. Maybe wet. I said it will be interesting to see. He still has, um, like I was saying before, he still has the best um, singular new IP that's made two billion dollars. You know, haven't seen anybody do that in a long, like Titanic. He has two. You know, mm-hmm. uh, it took Marvel twenty-two films and ten years to build up to two billion dollars, and this guy did it in one movie. I think he can do it again. You know, I have faith in James Cameron. Yeah. It's, it, he's going to bring something new. It looks, it's going to look amazing, even if the story's not all there. You know, just like Avatar looked amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be some of the best 3D we've ever seen. Well, you'd hope you know? so. I mean, it's, he's the visual guy. <clears throat> yeah, he's, he's built cameras for this fucking thing. Mm-hmm. You know, he's, a, like a, he's an engineer. He's an inventor. Yeah, I don't see anyone else building cameras for their movies. You know, they're just like, I'll just take an IMAX camera. He's like, I'm making something better than that. Like in Future Man? Yeah. James Cameron is the most amazing human being ever to be born. (laughs) I don't know about that, but he is one of the better filmmakers out there, and he takes his time. He's, He's patient, if anything. Yeah. You know, Jesus Christ, man. He's like, yeah, I don't give a fuck what people say. I'm doing my own thing. 
fuck you. I have all the money in the world to do whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> He's like, when have I let you guys down ever? Never. Mm. You know, right? Yeah, I can't think of a stinker that he's directed or had his hand in. Uh, no, no. Well, producing, yes, but directing and writing and directing, no. Like from Terminator, uh, all the way through to ty- to Avatar, man. Terminator, Aliens, Avatar, all those. You know, they've all been really good movies. So yeah, I'll, I have faith in them. Uh, people are gonna hate the movie regardless if it's good or not. It doesn't matter. So. And people will prevent it from making more money than Marvel. You know? So, I don't know. <laughs> In today's society, uh, if he was a female director, they'd make it go above Marvel. But since he's a male director and he's sort of a dick, you know, people are like, no, we don't like you. But he might change everyone's minds like that, you know? With the snap of a finger. I think he will. The first thing you should do in the second Avatar is go, yeah, we were joking about the name Unobtainium. It's actually something cool. Yeah, Unobtainium is dumb because it's been used in other movies. That's what was stupid about it. Oh, no. I didn't even know that. To me, it was just a stupid ass name. No, it was used in a dumb movie and then used in a better movie to make it even dumb. Mm. You know? That's what it was. That's what that's what made me like a ugh. And it is like Pocahontas. But I'm saying visually it's there. Story wise, no. But maybe mm. he's gonna turn that around this next time around. Well, hopefully so. You know. Yeah, he had some cool shit going on. I like the tech, I like the alien design, all that kind of stuff was cool. It's just the story fell a little flat. Yeah. Yeah, like all yeah, like always. And uh I don't know. Kind of funny. Okay. Where'd that go? Okay, so what, what do you rate Avengers now? Go. Oh, yeah. We'll Everyone, the I saw Avengers. We'll put the, the theme on. The theater. Hold on. Here we go. Hold on. Hold on. We need your whole experience. My <sighs> computer runs perfectly here. Uh, well, I should probably start with Captain Marvel then, because I saw that the day before I saw Endgame. Okay, hold on. Why is my computer running slow? Is it my internet? Probably. Okay, let's do Avengers first. Whatever. Captain Marvel. Uh, <laughs> you didn't really need to see Captain Marvel to see this. Uh, and not really. You know, she wasn't really that much in Avengers Endgame. Okay, so what do you rate Endgame? Uh, so that movie was phenomenal. Okay. Uh, that entire arc of Avengers movies and give everyone their nod and a little moment to shine and and then really end up with those last four, you know, main Avengers characters kind of having that important closure. Yes. Yeah. And, that- you know, visually fucking amazing. Uh, sound, I, I wasn't in Prime, I wasn't in IMAX, I was in a regular theater. Sounded great to me. Um, and yeah, I just enjoyed it. It had a lot of heart. It had a lot of action. It had a lot of uh, touchy feely moments that brought tears to my eyes. Love you, three thousand is gonna fucking make me well up every time I hear it from now on. <laughs> Love you, three thousand. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, I remember that. Okay. Yeah. So, um, anyway, I will give that a solid four and a half out of five. Uh, That's what uh, I gave it. Four to five. Love you three thousands. It wasn't that. It wasn't perfect. No, that's why I gave it a four and a half. There's a lot of flaws, but it was good. You know, it's hard to bring all that shit together. They did it as as best as they could. You know, so four and a half, four and a half out of five Lebowski Thors. Yeah, Thorbowskis. Thorbowskis. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's what I call them when Dan and I are rating them. Thorbowski. Yeah, that was hilarious. You know, that was a laugh out loud moment. Especially opening night, man. That's a shocker. You know, I'm glad that that wasn't spoiled for you. You know, that was almost spoiled. Because Monday, they just gave away. They're like, okay, Monday spoilers because there's spoilers in fucking the Spider-Man trailers. So now, uh, spoiler band is lifted. Yeah, I did see that. Everyone was like, no more spoilers being banned. It's like, come on. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. I guess so. I guess the people who couldn't see it in the first two weekends, $154 million it made this weekend. It's like, Jesus. A 65% drop, something like that? It mm-hmm. made three fifty. Uh So that's still, like, phenomenal. Yeah. You know, for, like, that's any like movie. opening weekend for any other movie. Not even. That's, that's, like, opening for an amazing movie. $145 million for a movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's about opening for a regular movie. You're right. Like yeah. The Rock, like Skyscraper or something. Yeah, exactly. Or like uh, a Pixar fucking flick. Yeah, and now Spider-Man is selling out like hotcakes everywhere around here. Oh, I'm sure. Um, yeah, that's already packed opening nights. I'm trying to get my Godzilla tickets right now. but um, Yeah, so Avengers Endgame, man. It is a cool conclusion. I'm glad I saw it three times. Mm-hmm. It's a movie you have to see multiple times, I think. I will when it hits Netflix. Once in the theater is enough for me. You know, be, just because the story's so deep, you're just like, Jesus Christ. There's oh, like, yeah, there's so many things going on on the screen at any given moment. Yeah, like, exactly, oh, exactly. What, like, oh, uh, what's over there? God, uh, that yeah. and and it like you know like it f- flushes out the story a little better for me anyway. When I watch it like three times, I'm like, oh, okay, because people are laughing over lines and you know, I'm like, what was that? Because <clears throat> people are still laughing. Yeah. Yeah, like he can't hear Thor's lines because people are laughing at him sitting in the chair sleeping. Was he sleeping? But yeah. My theater experience was pretty quiet, though. I mean, people snacking on popcorn and stuff, but it wasn't, there wasn't a lot of chit chat. Except for my daughter, who was sitting right next to me. <clears throat> was there a cheering, though? There, I mean, there was some laughter here and there and stuff. It's but there funny. wasn't cheering, like when when uh, when when uh, homeboy grabs the hammer. Oh, uh, no, dude, our our crowd, our all three theaters erupted every time. That's why you got to see the shoot opening weekend with all the fans. Mm-hmm. They're just like, yeah, because I'm definitely I'm sitting there with people who have just gotten tickets, you know, because it's opening weekend. Oops, because it's opening weekend. So, yeah, so you're sitting around people that have seen the movie already and people that haven't seen the movie. And, yeah, 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 the th- uh, that's one of the better moments when he grabs the hammer of Thor. You know, Thor's hammer. Did you like that part? Or no? Huh? I mean, it makes sense. <laughs> it, yeah, I said it. Moment, sure. 
I just don't want to give too much away, so I'm trying to dance around it. What? Give what away? It's already it's spoiler free. We can do whatever we want. Doesn't matter. Well, can we? Spoiler ban's been lifted. If you haven't seen the movie by now, come on. Skip saw mm-hmm. the movie, guys. Yeah, I know. He it's, never. I've, I've seen it. No one's gotten excuse. <laughs> exactly. He never goes to the movies. <laughs> Come on. If it can get skipped to go to the movies. Jesus Christ. Dude, I went, I went and saw two movies in two days to go see Avengers. Yeah, see? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Captain Marvel. Yeah. I really like that movie. I, I got to disagree with you in a lot of ways. I didn't. I didn't I like it. I, I saw it three I, times wanting to like it. I, I get it. But um, I don't necessarily agree that the uh, that there wasn't a, a, an arc in growth for her. I mean, there, there, she found out some pretty fundamental things about herself throughout the movie, including the fact that she's not Cree, um, which she thought she was, and uh, to find out that she'd been betrayed by by a man, by Jude Law's character. Yes, a man, and and, and used. You know, I mean that that's pretty fucking intense shit um you know if it happened to you like it would be a mind fuck so i think there was definitely some worthwhile elements to it i thought she was awesome as captain marvel i don't like her as captain marvel Mm. i didn't like her at all you know she was just boring it was a sort of boring movie the jokes were like ham-handed um, I don't know. I just didn't like it. I didn't like the vibe of the movie. I tried to, I tried to like it three times, man. Yeah. No, not for me. But you know, it happens. You know, and I'm not gonna like every fucking Marvel movie. No, and that, and that's <laughs> fine. My opinion of it is, is much higher. I, I really liked it. I thought it was a good introduction, introduction to that character, like a good origin story without going full origin story. You know, mm. like. Some of the important bits were told through flashbacks. Some of it was told in exposition between characters. Um, but it was always moving the action forward in how the main arc of the movie played out. So I liked it. I'm going to say it's a four out of five fucking... It's as uh, good as Avengers Endgame. No. I gave you just Avengers gave, Endgame, gave four to I five. Gave, I gave Avengers Endgame four and a half out of five. Oh, you do halves. Okay. Yes, I do. I, I, give, I give it a one out of five. Or maybe a two out of five, I think I did. I forgot what I gave that movie. I don't remember either. But I would say it's a four out of five uh, uh, bitch slaps to Jude Law's chin. Yeah, I don't know, man. I wish I did like it, but I don't know. It just rubbed me the wrong way. Mm-hmm. And sa- same with that fucking uh, period sync-up moment in Avengers Endgame. I was like, ugh. That was ham-handed. Even the director said, yes, it's forced. But we had them all there, and it's like, come on. <laughs> uh, I didn't like that moment. That was like, ugh. You know, even uh, M nudged me. He's like, ugh. Like, she thought that was cheesy as shit, too. Just a little for A lot of women thought that was cheesy and forced. Some people didn't. Some people did. But I thought yeah. it was. When Femvenger showed up? Yeah. I- it's like, period sync up complete. <laughs> well, if that you know, had happened, Thanos would have been fucked right there. But, but Captain Marvel doesn't need any of those women. No. It was such a, like, forced moment. That's what was lame about it, you know? She doesn't need any of them. She can fly through ships and blow them up and fly through space, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like, come on. 
Yeah. Uh, it was a cool. It was a cool moment. It was a cool action piece. That that's all they said it was. You know, it wasn't. It didn't make any sense whatsoever why they were all there together at one point. Mm-hmm. You know, but hey, you know, it was a forced action piece. They they admit it. You yeah. know, but yeah, it worked. But it looked cool. But like when you see Pepper Potts show up, you're like, Ugh. like okay. In her Iron Lady outfit. Yeah. That was cool. She should have breastplates. Yeah, so, um, yeah, it was cool, but it was sort of, like, jarring, you know? You're like, oh, okay. Yeah. You know, it's just like, we're all together now, hey! Yeah, that was cool. Well, they should have had the daughter show up with a no. <laughs> an iron baby suit. Chip, 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 chip! Daddy, I'm here! Chip, chip, chip! I want a cheeseburger when you're dead! Pew, 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 pew! Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, that that's that would have been over the top, right? It would have been her fighting with Howard the Duck. Pew, 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 yeah, pew. Really. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, that might have been over the top for uh, Avengers. Okay, I'm still recording. Okay, good. <laughs> Jesus I always freak out because I can't see it. I don't have multiple screens, guys. Sorry. Mm. I don't have ten screens. I've only got two. I don't have five screens. I don't really need two screens for doing what I'm doing. I'm doing nothing special. Okay, so. All right, so Avengers Endgame, yes. Cool. We, uh, we, uh, we, uh, um, disagree on, uh, Captain Marvel. Skip gives us a thumbs up. I give it up a thumbs down if we're going <laughs> Siskel and Ebert style. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't like it. I'm well, Gene Shallot. <clears throat> I'm missing my jaw. <laughs> I didn't like it. Did you I ever see brain cancer? Apparently, from eating too many McDonald's cheeseburgers. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. No, Siskel uh, died of brain cancer too, didn't he? Ebert got no. Jaw he got, he got like jaw cancer and got his jaw ripped off. He had mouth cancer. Remember? Ebert. Yeah. Yeah. But Sis- his old partner. Yeah, he died of brain cancer. Yeah. And that's what every one of these semi, you know, professional movie review places want to be is the next Cisco neighbor. But they're not. I don't know. I'd want to be Gene Shallot if I was going to be any of them. I'm Gene Shallot. <laughs> that guy's mustache is intense. What's going on with this movie? No, you can be the hat lady. The hat lady? Yeah, hat I, I forget lady. her name. She's, a, she's actually cool. She's a, um, like an older lady and she rates movies with hats. Like, oh, I give that three hats, because she, like, always wears hats. Okay. Because <laughs> I wear so many hats. She's actually, she's, uh, I think she, yeah, she's local. She's in the Bay Area. Oh, mm. Speaking of the Bay, okay, real quick. Okay, I played Sea of Thieves again. Okay, Sea of Thieves. Remember that sh- movie? Or remember that game I was playing? Sure. Okay, now this is um, Arena. Uh, so, what do you think that is? Sounds like multiplayer. Yes. Like competitive multiplayer. So, with the... Um, here we go. We'll play Sea of Thieves soundtrack. With the... Uh, okay, so real quick. This is what you do. You go out. You have, There's five ships. And you have... Uh, and you... Uh, like, each like ship, one's called the Skitter. One's called the Shark, whatever. You know, I forget the names of the fucking ships. 
all you know, like one's red, one's blue, one's yellow, one's green, yellow, okay. blue, green, and so you have to you you everyone has a map, right? All these ships have maps, so you you run to the islands. You can either go to the islands, or you can you all you have you you all have supplies on the boat, so you don't have to get supplies. So you have to have a good team though. Mm-hmm. So you get on the so you so you all start on the boats. Boom, and you almost start like. Like facing away from each other, so you can all just start like going out to your different mm. islands. So you start collecting loot. Like so each so it's all it's all um, no, not like pistols. No, it's just like treasure. So you go out, uh, you collect treasures, and the, each treasure you get's a hundred bucks, even when you grab it. So you can grab a, like five or six treasures, like you know, it's five hundred points. It's all point based, and then when you turn them in, you get another two hundred points. And there's these ships sitting in the middle of the bay with red smoke pulling out of them and you jump on those and you turn them into there you know to those things so so the key is to you know have somebody sail by and have somebody jump off and you have harpoons now they put harpoons in the game so you can mm-hmm. harpoon stuff out of the water so somebody swimming up to the boat you can harpoon them you know no. while they're holding a chest and bring them onto the boat really fast gotcha uh, so and then so when you get into battle you always you know you have to have somebody down there um uh, yeah, the battles are fun because you're both going for the same island at one point. And if somebody's sitting still at another island, you just ride up on them, boom, 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 blow them up. And each time you sink a ship, that's a thousand points. I think each game's like 20 minutes, 25 minutes, something like that. Mm, okay. So, and um, and you and everybody meets up at like a like a tavern where you can all you can all speak it's all in game speak so everyone can talk shit to each other within the at the tavern before everyone joins the uh the actual game so all the crews are picked out before you can either have your own crew or you can you know jump into somebody else's crew whatever you can meet up other crews there and recruit them hmm so and then uh so once you blow up all the so you can blow up the guys ships so we got we were getting treasures, turning them in, while this other, while the other ships were just fighting and blowing each other up. So we got number one, like thousand, like one thousand five hundred points, fifteen hundred points, while the other teams were like at six, seven hundred points because they were battling it out the whole time. Mm. And we were running around grabbing treasures and fucking chopping them in. And then they started coming after us because it's a negative thousand points for us if we get our ship sunk. Uh, okay. So we're just like, okay, so that's. <laughs> Hide. So if we have like three thousand points, you know, we get sunk. That's you know, and the, and then other people are turning in their shit. So you run up to people trying to turn in their treasures and start battling them, jump on their ships, start shooting them and stuff. Yeah, mm. it's fun, man. It's a lot of fun, but you have to know how to steer a ship. You have to know like all the basics. You know, the game's been out for like a year now, so these mm. are all like fucking uh, what are they called? Uh, legendary pirates. A lot of them. You know, they know how to fight. They know how to, like, steer ships well. Like, right. steer without using an anchor. You know, drop an anchor real fast to make a hard right turn and then raise it up real fast. And then you can shoot the anchor. So you can you can shoot it with a cannonball and it drops their anchor so they're sitting ducks. And it breaks no. it so you have to run up and fix the anchor. Or you can shoot at their mast and it knocks over their mast. Yeah, there's some cool stuff in there. But it's hard to aim with those cannonballs, man. <laughs> yeah, but it's fun. You know, I played with uh, Jesus Walks a lot. Okay. From Horrible Gamers. 
that's how we won. It was me, him, and two other dudes. I forget who they were. It was four man boat. But yeah, I was uh, I was downstairs uh, patching up all the holes and bailing out the water while they were blowing up the ships. You know, that's what you have to do. You have to. Have, it's to, it's all teamwork, man. Because yeah, I would they we would have been sunk at least three or four times. Yeah, and they just like Swiss cheese your boat. And if people don't know how to play, they'll be shooting you at the top of the boat. You know, I, I was tell I was saying they were giving us upper deckers. <laughs> and they're like, "What's an upper decker?" Really? Well, we were playing. Upper decker is. Uh, Jesus walks a lot. Knew what it was, but it's an old school term for taking a shit in the uh, in the uh, water. What is it? In the, the reservoir the, tank. The, the reservoir toilet. tank on the toilet. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, well, they're just you don't sit on the bowl. You take the ceramic top off the uh, the tank where the flushing mechanism is, and you yeah, dump you just it. shit in there. So they were giving us upper deckers, you know, and I'm, I'm just like, they're giving us upper deckers. They're giving us upper deckers, guys. Dude, like, if what? you did what? that and I was playing with you guys, I wouldn't have been able to concentrate. <laughs> crack it up too much. <laughs> well, that's what it's called when they shoot above the hole. I'm calling those upper deckers. Right. It you makes sense. Low water line. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone. Yeah. If you're smart, you shoot down into the water, you know, or you shoot at their or you shoot at their steering wheel. You can knock their steering wheel off. So they're just they don't know how to steer. They're just, like, going in circles. Okay. So then you can shoot the shit out of them that way. Mm-hmm. It's fun, man. I had a lot of like fun. It. I haven't played I've it in a long time. Yeah, I was going to say, I haven't had a chance to get into it. Like, yeah, I haven't it, made the time. It's a, it's, a, it's a slight learning curve, especially learning how to use the boats and turning the mass and the sails. And, mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's a little bit of a learning curve, but it's, you know, it's easy to pick up. Just start with, like, a small boat and then... So you learn how to run around, read the map, you know, mm-hmm. reading the maps a little bit of a pain in the ass to get used to. You're like, okay, I guess. All right. I'm, I suck at like, I'm like, where's that X on there? And mm. I'm trying to match it up with the fuck. And you have to bring out your compass to go north. You're like, okay, it's north on the map. And you have to spin around. You know, it's a bunch of shit like that. Gotcha. I was like, fuck. Yeah. So I let other people, I just guard the boat while they go out and grab the treasure. You know, I just look out for other ships, mm-hmm. or or I'll go, or I'll keep circling the island, and then I'll uh, then I'll um, then I'll raise the mast so we just slowly coast, and then I'll be harpooning in fucking treasure. They'll just leave it on the beach, and I'll shoot it in with the harpoon. Yeah, that's the way to do it. Yeah, you know, so I'm leaving it on the beach for you. I'm all right, Poof! shoot it, and grab it, and put it down in the uh, hull. Yeah, it's all teamwork, man. <laughs> that's what's fun about that game. Now you have to work together or you're all dead. You cannot fucking, you know, uh, lone wolf it at all. You know, when they need you to, like, turn the mass or anything, that's your job. Like, all right. That's what I'm doing. So, yeah. Sea of Thieves, guys. And they came out with another story mode, I guess. Uh, where it's an actual story instead of floating around, you know, aimlessly grabbing stuff and turning it in. There's mm-hmm. an actual story now that you can, um, that you have. Hmm. Uh, where you can go, you know, you go to this island, blah, 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 go over here, then, you know, it's an actual story. I haven't done it yet, but I was having too much fun with the, uh, the, uh, arena. So they have a story mission now. That's cool. They're, uh, starting to, or they're continuing to support the game. Oh yeah, dude. These guys are way, these guys are totally behind it, man. They have hardcore fans. They're all British. All, all of them. 
All of them. All the people I've met so far. Hey, how's it going, mate? What are you doing? You know. Hmm. Uh, a couple of my friends are English, but, you know, like, Jesus walks a lot. He's in Oregon, so he's English. Yeah, I was going to say, he's not English. Well, he's Mexican. Yeah, I've played with him, like, <laughs> once or twice. And... Yeah. <clears throat> but, yeah, we won, man. Woo! There you go. That's all, it always feels good to win in the first time you jump into a game type. You're like, yes, there we go. And then just quit right there. Not playing it ever again. Yeah. No. <laughs> At 100% win rate. That's all I need. Well, yeah. Definitely. Always gonna fight Until the day I die No laws or limits will stop me From the way I live my life Don't get in my way Unless you I'm living fast and hard and I accelerate on high I listen to no one Use who I've got to use Don't ever try and get too close Cause I'm a burning fuse Everyone around me is someone I will play I'm living out my life and I'm living day to day Within the perimeters of this world I just don't feel it right I'm living by the laws of a gun and a knife. My soul cannot be changed. Okay. I'm living just That's our friend Gigi. I'm living by Everyone's favorite drunk punk rocker. Oh, yeah, Gigi Allen, guys. Come on. This is country period, apparently. <laughs> his what? It's his country period. Oh, okay. All right, that's a shitty recording now. Hold on. Yeah, it's starting to pop. Of course, the Gigi Allen's recording is popping. Yeah, I was going to say, it's probably the best recording they could find of Gigi Allen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like popping and locking. Okay, I want to get into this movie real quick. It's going to be a quick one. Here we go. Let's do it. Boom. Odele vatos and vatets. This is your friend. Listen up, little homies. I'm gonna tell you a story about a homie from a side. Chicano! Understood from the way he wore his pants creased up Consider it cheater You could tell he was sick with it from the feeder Father was tatted, I mean From the knees up Get up on your windows pocket yeah. They couldn't stop him He said if they used to ask him not to bang Why just because the cops are watching Enemigos on the other side strike plotting Rest in peace to the more Leaving post rotting I'm forgotten On the block nothing would can stop him Need no blocking Easy letters when they got him It was all bad That was before the state pen <laughs> Now let the story begin the protector of the barrio, the street judge, no trial. Some don't believe he exists until he comes down the street out the mist. The way it's been, something's gotta change. Street side shine up, no way they negotiate. In Los Angeles, it's time to clean up the barrio. Now he's all changed. It's time to clean up the barrio. El Chicano. To himself to make a small change. It's time to clean up the lane. He made a promise to himself. Okay. It can never be the same. Jesus Christ. El Chicano, guys. Um, I just need to get this one out of the way. It's so bad. <laughs> Jesus Christ. 
I give it a... I don't know, man. It was... I wanted it to be good, man. It's about like a, like a, a Mexican gangster superhero. But he's barely in the movie. It's like a movie that they made and then they decided to put this like little part of him in it. Mm-hmm. It's so weird. I don't get it. I didn't get it at all. I don't know. But this song, man. Until he comes down the street at the mist. The way it's been, something's gotta change. Street sunshine. Yeah, um, yeah, it has like, uh, God. Okay, I need to. Look. Yeah, this movie bombed, okay. El Chibamo. <laughs> you know, this movie bombed hardcore. No one, everyone's like, hey. Well, because everyone was at, you know, Avengers Endgame. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, for like the fourth time. Yeah, everyone was going to Avengers Endgame. Yeah, I was looking just I was just checking out the tickets. Yeah, I was just packed. Like all through me. Jesus. Oh my god. Yeah, opening on it was seven hundred thousand two hundred and it was a wide release. For which one? Oh, El Chicano. Seven hundred thousand dollars. Okay, who's yeah. the writer? The writer is um God, he's famous. He's a good writer. Ben Hernandez Bray. And Joe Carnahan are Joe, the writer credit. Yes, Joe books. Carnahan, yes. That's why I went to go see it, because he wrote it. Or helped write it. I was like, uh It's just so bad, man. Yeah, we're, we're, okay. Okay, let me look this up here. Okay, E-L-C. Okay, there it is. L. It's the only L movie. Okay, here we go. A pair of twin brothers from East L.A. choose to live their lives differently. And end up in opposite sides of the law. I had no idea which one was which from when they were younger. You know, I'm like, is that the one that was in the window? <clears throat> or is that the one that was over here? You know, it's just like, what? They were brothers? They never even, you know, I thought they were friends. Mm. I swear to God, I thought they were like best friends. I had no idea they were brothers until I just read this. Maybe I should read the, uh... <laughs> I just went blindly into the movie. The synopsis be- yeah I, I, yeah, I don't know, man. It was just horrible. $8,000 or $8 million budget. It didn't even make a quarter of that. Made 700 it didn't make an eighth of it. An eighth of Dude, it's an hour and 42 minute runtime, man. I'm like, Jesus Christ. I think I walked out towards like the very end. I don't think I even watched the t- credits. I'm like, okay, it's over. I'm getting out of here. Yay! I'm yeah. A hundred and forty-two minute movie, dude. U.S. runtime is a hundred and forty-eight minutes, or one hour forty-eight minutes. Uh, the U.S. festival runtime is two hours and twenty-two minutes. What the fuck? That would have yeah. been horrible, man. I'm like, why? Or maybe would have made it so. Maybe they had more El Chicano in it. More what? The... Well, that's uh, I... right. And I... they explain. I think that's stupid, man. They're showing a completely different movie to sell it, right, on the festival circuit. And then they just hack the shit out of it. And Here we go. What? I guess that, I, I don't know if that's normal or not. I've never heard of it. Yeah, I've never heard of that at all. You know, El Chicano. Be the first time. To the festival. Oh, what? Hold on, you're breaking up. Here. Uh, hang up and call me back without video. Because you're just all choppy-woppy. I can't even see your face. 
It's gonna call me back without video, guys. George Lopez is in this. I'm like, oh my god. George Lopez is in this movie. Is he? Yep. Yeah, George. Yeah, I was like, ooh, El Chicano. George Lopez Avano. He's he's the OG. Yeah, I don't know what it is. I say Ben Hernandez, produced by Joe Carnahan, okay, who developed the script together. The indie drama is about a different kind of superhero, a story of a mass street legend who fights the evil that lives in East Los neighborhood that's struck in a tur that's stuck in a turf battle. Yee turf battle and learns that his brother's supposed to supposed suicide might have actually been a murder. He becomes torn over the beast of the over the best way to to seek justice. It's like, come on, it's like a Zorro, you know, where other people take the mask. Sounds like a bad. Yeah, I was gonna say it sounds like a bad mashup between Crow and Batman. No, it's like a bad mashup between Zorro, <laughs> because you know everyone, other people take the mask of Zorro, he passes it on. That's what this was yeah. like. It was a ripoff of Zorro, and he rides a motorcycle, like a black motorcycle. Huh. I wonder about Zorro. Um, he carve a big C into everything that he sees. No, he didn't. He didn't go that hard. He doesn't make a. He doesn't make. Well, he doesn't make fire bats in the ground either, like Batman does. Yeah. You like my fire bat in the ground? Uh, a warning the, symbol. That too, right? The what? The crow did that too. Yeah, the crow did that too. Did he? Yeah, you like my El Chicano Mist thing. So uh, this way, he, I don't think he. I'm trying to remember. The movie was so long. I'm like, what the fuck? So yeah, El Chicano. What did I give El Chicano? Not good, guys. Wait for it on Netflix, and even then, you might watch it. Um, El Chicano. One out of five ear holes. One out of five eye holes. One out of five stabs to the chest for El Chicano. All right, what do you got? Before I go to my next movie. All right. Uh, this piqued my interest a little bit. I don't know what will come of it, but um, apparently Ron Howard and Joe Kasdan are working, or John Kasdan, excuse me, are working on a Disney Plus streaming. Uh, no, it's sequel. called we, we, it's, it's called DP. Is it? Not Disney Plus. It's DP. Working, double, or they're working on DP. They're working, double penetration. Yeah, that's what Disney Plus is. That's it's okay. going to be DP on the app. <laughs> yeah. Oh, where's uh, my DP app? Oh, here it is. Yeah. Well, anyway, they're uh, on, <laughs> on DP. Uh, those two guys are working on a sequel series to Willow. Yes, I've heard about that. I don't know about that. That. I I don't either. It could be cool, though, right? I it mean, could. I love it Willow. Could. That's a fucking great movie. It was a great movie. That's why it was a great movie. Leave it alone. Mm. You know, or they're going to make it. If it has the same feel, uh, I can see them totally doing it. You know? Yeah. Well, and I mean, it's Ron Howard, right? He directed the original one. Yes. And uh, I, John Kasdan, I don't know that he wrote it, but he's a good writer. Yeah. He wrote Empire Strikes Back, right? Right. So there we go. Oh, did, that might Did be. he write the original Willow, too? I'm looking it up right now. I think he did. You did? Okay, let's see I how think he, right he had to. I think he did. Willow, 1988. We're going to say that's a deficit pick of the week, right? Yes, deficit pick of the week, Willow. 
mm-hmm. with Mad Mardigan. Yeah, with fucking skinny Val Kilmer. And they can also they can get what's his face back? Wicket. He's still around. Ooh, old Wicket. Well, yeah, they, they he can be passing it on to another midget. Oh, you know, right? Warwick Davis. Yeah. Um. So no writer credits for oh, okay. the. For Willow are George Lucas there and we go. Bob Dolman. That's what it was, George Lucas. I yeah. knew it was a Lucas movie. I was like, God, why did I forget that? Yeah, well, he, it's a, he, it's a, yeah. he developed the story, and then the screenplay was by Bob Dolman. Okay. And then Ron Howard directed. Well, I guess Kazan's going to write this one. <laughs> why doesn't George Lucas write the next one? That would be cool. Uh, his goiter's in the way. He can't see his desk anymore. Oh, his goiter's turned into that two-headed dragon now? That... Or something like that, you know? The one from Willow? How many? There's two-headed, right, in Willow? Oh, fuck, man. I don't even remember. I haven't seen Willow in so damn long. Yeah. I, all I remember is Out of the Way Peck. Yeah. That was Midget back then, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, Willow, guys. Check it out. I want to yeah. see Willow. Yeah, I want to watch Willow again. Uh, I'm going to watch the movie, but uh, the TV show, we'll see what happens. It could be cool. It could be a fucking cash grab, horrible pile of shit. I don't know. But the movie's great. Go watch that. Uh, yes, Willow. Uh, where's my... Okay, here we go, guys. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to see Willow. I'll definitely be getting Disney Plus DP. Yeah, at this point, there's no reason not to. Yeah, there's I'll be getting... so much shit on there. I'll be getting DP, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pixar, it didn't happen. <laughs> hey, you getting DP? Hell yeah, I'm getting DP. That's like the commercial. <laughs> DP'd every weekend. Hell yeah, we're DPing right now. Like what? And it shows them watching Disney Plus. Everyone's DP in this winter. That's that's the new trailer for Disney Plus. But hey, you DP? I DP. Like it would be like the um, uh, that that um, Insoles commercial. What was that one called? Where you know it's like, oh, I'm I'm gelling. There we go. I'm gelling. Gelling. By you DPing, I'm DPing. Hell yeah, we're both DPing this weekend. Hell yeah, right? <laughs> Bill Disney Plus, the new way to make friends. Let's DP, right? Instead of Netflix and chill. DP and thrill. Yeah. DP and thrill. Right? That would work. DP and thrill. Not Netflix and chill. Yeah. Because Disney mm-hmm. Plus is thrilling, right? Has uh, all these thrilling new shows. Uh, thrilling. They're trying to sell it. You know, like, oh, this is great. This is great. Come on. Let's put this out in the, in the world. Let's put this commercial out, guys. I'm sure, I'm sure this will do great. DP and thrill. Yeah, I don't know how they're going to sell Disney Plus on the app. The what? I, I think Disney style D, you know, like how Walt Disney writes a D with a plus sign by it. That would be the smart way to do it. Something simple and instantly recognizable. DP, um, yeah, that would not go over. Well. <laughs> but that's what people are going to call it. Well, maybe, but they probably also don't know that that stands for double penetration. The, oh, come on. You don't think Bob Iger's done double bubble <laughs> bubble, bubble penetration? Uh, I, I, I mean... He's probably. Eiffel Towered Minnie Mouse. 
<laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe. <laughs> maybe right. I am not going to speculate. Uh, it's an amusing visual. Allegedly. Right. That's better. He's Eiffel Towered Minnie Mouse. <laughs> okay. I he sir Minnie Mouse DPs, Donald Duck it. DPs. Um yeah. All all the uh Disney characters DP. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay. That's how you get to wear Scott costumes. Well, <laughs> Okay, we're going to do, let's see. What's the next movie I should do? Here we go. This is a good one. Uh, Well, okay, we'll do this one. Just because it's that season, guys. Yeah, here we go. Um, extremely wicked, shockingly evil and vile. We'll do this one. It's like Ted Bunny's theme song. Okay, so the um. Extremely wicked and vile. It's not, it doesn't show the murders. Okay, spoiler alert, guys. Which I've seen, I've seen so many Ted Bundy movies. I've seen all the murders acted out, so I don't need to see them. Okay, a courtroom frenzy ensues and sweeps 1970s America when a young single mother reluctantly tips the, tips the attention of a widespread manhunt towards her longtime boyfriend, Ted Bundy. Bam. Starring Zac Efron as Ted Bundy, Lily Collins as uh, Liz Kendall, um, Angela Siren as Jonah. Uh, I think that's about it. Oh, and James Hetfield as Officer Bob Hayward. He says like one line. He's like in a split second scene. I'm like, hey, it's James Hetfield. <laughs> You're busted, Ted Bundy. Yeah. What? <laughs> I said that would be funny. He almost he throws him into a chair. He's like, "Sit down there, buddy." Says something like that. Yeah. So he has an acting credit now. He's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." Wow, he looks really skinny now. Okay, so he's all healthy. That's why. Okay, so Ted Bundy. He's probably that- vegan. And- Okay, unlike El Chicano, this movie is good. This is on Netflix now. Uh, Zac Efron is great in this movie. He pulls it off, man. He pulls off Ted Bundy. You can tell he wanted this role. At points, he looks like Ted Bundy. You know, if you look at the movie, if you look at him in the movie. Yeah, no, no. I've seen photos of them side by side. There's some uncanny shots. Yeah, dude. You're like, holy shit. And the way he plays him. You can't really tell it's Zac Efron. You, after a while, you see Ted Bundy. You know that's how well he plays this guy. Mm-hmm. You know he doesn't fucking he doesn't fuck around with this. This is some of his best acting I've seen so far. So this shows that he can uh, he can actually act. You know, and he he really fought to get this role too. 
Uh, let's see. Haley Joel Osment's in it too. Yeah, Haley Joel, is she? Oh, yeah. Okay, here's trivia. There was once a petition in 2016 from fans to cast Efron as Bundy. In the upcoming biography movie, former lawyer of Ted Bundy argues. Nope. Uh, let's see. Acting Metallica, James Hetfield, blah, blah, blah. Uh, yeah. Um, it shows him basically... It shows him with his with his girlfriend slash, I think, wife. No, I think it was girlfriend. Girlfriend, his living girlfriend. He had a, they had a, She had a daughter already. And it shows them, like, hanging out and being friends. But then it will show, like, oh, two girls at a beach were murdered. When he picked up the two girls with a fake cast at the beach and beat the shit out of them and killed them and raped them. You know, and then, like, his first um, victim, he uh, cut off the head with a hacksaw. You know, like weird stuff like that. And uh, spoiler alert: towards the towards the end, he sort of admits to him doing it to the to to his girlfriend because he had never admitted he didn't admit it for ten years until right before he was uh, executed. He denied it. He's supposed he supposedly has killed as many as thirty, or uh, people say as many as forty. My my personal view on Ted Bundy: I think he's killed at least over a hundred. If not more, thirty are the ones he, when he was. Thir- those forty was when he was reckless, you know. I think, and I think he killed at least fifty before that, if not more. That's me. Or he killed even more when he did that spree across the country, and came back. Mm. You know, when he broke out of jail twice. You know, he broke. Right. He, he jumped out of the courtroom window and ran away. He got caught after three days. Then he snuck out through a fucking light fixture in another prison. <laughs> he lost all this weight and ripped out a hole in the wall and and, uh, and went up through there and fled for like I think like almost three months. Still claims he's innocent. Was busted with a bite mark because he he bit this woman on the ass that he was had been raped and killed. I think bit her on the ass twice. Um, and he, uh, I think he, um, shoved in, uh, a hair, what is it, a hairspray bottle so violently up inside of a woman, it broke her bowels, you know, like, yeah, he, she's fucking psycho, dude, you know, he, like, he, like, inflicted so much pain on this woman, it, like, ripped open and ripped open her intestine or something, yeah, just real, real wicked shit, man. And so that's when he went into the sorority house and killed... I think killed one and brutally wounded, like, four. Like, he he just went in there psycho. He was on a rampage at that point. He killed and raped a 12-year-old girl or a 14-year-old girl on that same rampage. You know, he was just going psycho. You know? And then he... And then he goes this whole courtroom thing claiming he's innocent, right? Just psychotic, man. Right, he became his own lawyer in the show because the lawyer's incompetent. Uh, in his eyes, so yeah, he's the first serial killer to because ha- he was a lawyer. He almost was the first serial killer to defend himself in court. <laughs> that alone is crazy, right? Jesus Christ, man. Yeah, uh, I, I can't.
it's so weird to see what, what like I don't know man just and then they just go over all of his old here we go this is great when he was killing all the women it was like a montage now but uh <laughs> when he was to <laughs> <laughs> psycho killer yeah <clears throat> but they did use it Huh? Well, he was killing from 77 to... He died in 89 in the electric chair. Uh, they killed him in 1989 in the electric chair. He was in jail for like 10 years before that, I think. 70, 75. Something like that. He was offered a bunch of... Like, he he never... He didn't have a last meal. He was... Um, they gave him, like, typical steak, eggs, toast. He didn't eat any of it. For his last meal. Uh, yeah, so he admitted to doing everything. Eventually, towards the end, and like the the Ted Bundy tapes are amazing too. That's his actual voice. This guy recorded with him when he was in jail. Of him like going, of him like um, psychoanalyzing himself in third person. It's insane. <laughs> Jesus. Whew. Yeah, Ted Bundy, man. Uh, yeah, one, one of the, uh, uh, the more prolific serial killers that actually, you know, you know, no one would ever, will ever forget this guy. Just crazy. Yeah, and Zac Efron himself, amazing. Uh, I didn't think he'd pull it off, but he did. He has the face, he has the facial, like, he has the facial structure, and he makes his eyes all squinty like his and stuff. Yeah crazy man so let's see what do I rate extremely wicked and whatever and shockingly evil and vile is what the uh, the judge says to him okay I give three to five ear holes they what I said that's a very famous quote yeah about oh yeah I've seen I've seen the court I've seen all of Ted Bundy's court hearings (laughs) I know you're you're uh, like I am with Marvel superheroes uh, with about serial killers. Well, I know the big ones. So okay, so Ted Bundy, three to five ear holes, three to five eye holes, and about like three to five cutoff heads. You know, um, yeah, cutting off women's heads with hacksaws. I don't know. That's pretty crazy, man. Yeah, he would, and he would. He was known for necrophilia. He'd be fucking these dead chicks. He'd have chicks tied up, grab another one. It was crazy. Mark Harmon played him in a 1980s movie. Or, Mark Harmon. Yeah, Mark. Really? Yeah, Mark Harmon played him. That was the first TV movie I saw of Ted Bundy. You know, I'm like, wow, okay. It's like, it's like a pretty boy, who, uh, you know. I guess I can see that. Yeah, he's totally right. He has the brown hair. It just. Yeah, he's just got like the fucking I don't know. You know, like, they, in the eighties, like movie he's done that's ever dark, right? Uh, I, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. Mark Harmon as Ted Bundy, that was a, t- a made-for-TV movie. That's a weird casting choice. Like, it works like, though. The, yeah, he it was good. He was okay in it. He wasn't great, but you know, it's a TV movie. Right. What are you gonna do? Uh, yeah. So check that movie out if you have Netflix. I think most people do. I don't know if you do or not. Maybe, maybe not. Okay, what do you got? 
So uh, NASA on uh, what was this last Tuesday, so about a week ago now, uh, revealed that they figured out why two of their missions in the last decade failed. Um, so one was a, a satellite to monitor like carbon emissions around the globe, basically, uh, yeah. you know, looking at global warming type stuff. Mm-hmm. And the other was uh, actually not quite sure what it is. It's called Glory. Um, but that mission, it's a huge glory uh, hole out in space. <laughs> it could be, it, it's to distract Galactus when he shows up. It wasn't a black uh, hole. It was a glory hole we found in space guys. That's right. Galactic <laughs> glory holes. There you go. That's okay. what Galactus is really looking for. <laughs> um, but no, the, these two missions, these men NASA missions both failed in the last decade. Uh-huh. Uh, and, and basically the, the reason why is a company, was falsifying records and sending sub uh, subpar aluminum plating to NASA. So uh, this company finally got caught, and now they're being fined like seven hundred million dollars, or no, forty six million dollars. There it is. Um, but the NASA missions uh, that failed cost seven hundred. So this company's getting off light. Dude, so um, they're sending them aluminum cans, basically. Yeah, they're sending them piece of shit <laughs> aluminum. How did they not know? I thought NASA built all their own shit. Will they source it out to a third world country? What the fuck, man? Right or no? It's not sourced out or it is? I have no idea what it is, man. Uh-uh. Are you there? What's that? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know I'm here. No, do they source it out to a third world country? All, all their aluminum? Hey, built us aluminum. Okay. Portland, Oregon. There we go. Third world country. (laughs) It's a bunch of hipsters. They're fucking growlers. Close enough, man. They're they're too busy filling up their fucking growlers. (laughs) I'm going to go to a strip club with my growler. You know, I'm too busy to make aluminum. So, yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's what it is. That's weird. But uh, um, what would you, wouldn't you say? I, I mean, I'm sure there's all types of waste and abuse in government, but this one is is because it's like a billion dollars almost I wasted because this company wanted to cut corners, and that's obnoxious as fuck. Yeah, that's fucking stupid. I don't like it. Okay, let's. Uh, okay, here we go. My last movie, guys. I was going to do something else, but I'll do this first. Boom, last movie. Here we go. What do you think it is? Here we go. Long shot! I was a girl. I was a stay. Okay, long shot, starring Seth Rogen, 
Shalice Theron, June Dane Raphael, O'Shea Jackson Jr., Ravi Patel, Bob Odenkirk as President Chambers, oh, uh, Seth Rogen as Fred Flarsky, Flarsky, Shalice Theron as Charlotte Field. Uh, Randall Park as Boss. Andy Serkis as Peter Wembley, or Parker Wembley. Uh, here we go. When, Ford, when Fred Flarsky reunites with his first crush, one of the most influential women in the world, Charlotte Field, he claims he charms her as she prepares to run for the presidency of the United States. And sparks fly. It's the schlub and the nub. <laughs> or, the, or the hot chick. Yeah, it's the hot chick and the not hot guy. So I was yeah. going to say, I mean, Charlize Theron is a fucking sexy lady. Yeah, so they're making her just like, you know, just smoking hot. Just sophisticated chick, and then Seth Rogen's like, "Hey, being Seth Rogen." <laughs> yeah, he's being Seth Rogen. It's just it's Seth Rogen dating somebody who could be the president. Um, Bob Odenkirk's basically playing like a Trump-esque character. Oh, that would be fun. He'd be um, good. Yeah, uh, yeah. They have him as the president. Uh, yeah, it's it's funny, you know. Um, I think Seth Rogen wrote it. I went and saw it with my mom. Uh, let's see. Oh, uh, let's see. Uh, writers, Dan Sterling. Oh, he didn't write it. Okay. <clears throat> I thought he did. Dan Sterling and Dan... Stor- story and screenplay by Dan Sterling. Okay. So, yeah, the story is just like, you know, fish out of water, hanging out with the president. He's a good writer. Um, he's cool. You know, everything wraps up at the end. We all love each other, you know. Uh, long pan out while we're kissing. You know, one of those movies. Mm-hmm. You know, very predictable, but it's funny, you know, because Seth Rogen. Yeah, I mean, he's a good comedic actor, that's for damn sure. Yeah, yeah, it's a good rom-com. You know, they, they mm-hmm. both come saying, oh boy. Uh, there we go. Oh boy. Oh boy. It's all my first... Oh, it was rated R. I guess it was rated R. It makes sense. Because there's a lot of sex talk, and um, there's shots have come to the face. I'll just put it that way. <laughs> shots have come to the face, guys. Um, yes. It's very, it's very like crude humor, but it works for the show. Um, let's see. I'm trying to think. Yeah, yeah, Seth Rogen's good in it. They filmed um, good soundtrack. They got this. Got bam. Not that. No, they got. Here we go. Bam. Rough Riders album. Then we got. Uh, and they did have. Um, who is it? Boys to Men. They were in the movie. That's that's how they met. They were gonna go like. Like Seth Rogen just like quit his job, his friend um, O'Shea Jackson Jr., Ice Cube's kid, is like, "Hey, I'm going to this party, man. You're gonna come with me because it's our job. When we get, lose each other's, uh, when each of us lose a job, we have to cheer the other one up, right? That was their pact as kids or whatever. 
right? So he's cheering his buddy up by getting him all fucked up, right? And bringing him to this party. And that, sh- and Shirley's Theron is happens to be there. And, and she's like, you know, like a senator, right? The senator of New York, right? And they're like, wait, mm-hmm. it's like, is the senator of oh, New York? Totally Hillary Clinton. <laughs> yeah, like, is the senator of New York checking you out? Because she, like, notices him. You know, like, what? And then, like, before they know, it's like, and he's, and then he tells the story. I won't spoil the story unless you want me to spoil the story of how, of how they met. She was his babysitter. Spoiler alert. Uh, she tried to sneak a kiss. He kissed her when, like, they're two years apart. He was, she was 15, he was 13, right? So he kissed her, popped a boner in front of her at 13, <laughs> at 13, and that's what he remembers of her. But, uh, and then, like, the boyfriend walked in. Her boyfriend walks in and looks at his boner and starts laughing at him. And that's, that's how he remembers her. Mm. <laughs> so did, he pops a boner when he sees her the first time later. Uh, I don't know. Uh, did he? No. But I, then she never brought it up. But he's like, yeah, yeah. The first time we met, yeah, yeah. yeah I had that kiss. Uh, that's about it. That's all that happened. Yep. Uh, one of those things. But yeah, right. it's, a, it's a funny romantic comedy. If you like rom coms, you know it's a rated it's a rated R rom com. Okay, let's see. Uh, Flarsky, I'm a racist. You're a Republican. I don't know what's wrong with me. Um, the beginning of the movie's funny. He's he's an undercover um, uh, reporter, I guess it is. Yeah, he's an uh, undercover reporter, and he's um, and he's at a Nazi uh, rally, right? He's like, "Come on, man, get a swastika." And he's about to get one, and they and they bust him. So he has like half a swastika on his arm. I won't spoil what they turn it into, but yeah, it's funny. <laughs> he turns it into some funny shit. Yeah, because all he has is like these two lines. <laughs> and like, what is that? Oh, it's just you know something I had. Yeah, he was about to go through and get a swastika. So yeah, so here we go, guys. Now here we go. This is a famous song. It's a pretty good soundtrack, guys. You know who this is. This is our friend. Sounds damn familiar. Bruce Springsteen. This is a. Uh, I'm on fire. Hey, little bird, does your daddy home? Does he go and leave you all alone? I got a bad desire. Ooh, I'm on fire. Tell me, little baby, is it good to you? Is it the things I don't do? I got a sinking heart. song when I was like a little kid. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Here we go. Here's the best line of the song. Oh, up here in the next three or four parts here. Uh, I think it's a four chord uh, uh, song. Sometimes it's like someone took a knife to be edgy and so long cause it's in the middle of my soul. 
Someone took a knife. At night I wake up with the sheets soaking wet and a freight train running through the middle of my head. Oh, I want to take you high. Oh, I'm on fire. Remember that song? Oh, I do. As soon as I'm on fire. Huh? I said as soon as Springsteen started singing, I recognized it. it, yeah. it I just didn't hear... I, don't listen to that opening bit all that often. I usually come in in the middle of the song. That's a little racist, right? Yeah. Yeah, they kick that song in there. And it's a whole montage with this song. Right? Come on. If they're going to get Bruce Springsteen, they're going to use the whole song. <laughs> probably. Why not? Probably. It's them just fucking. It's them the just. Minute. They're just fucking. You know? That's what it is. But yeah, okay, so let's see what I rate this movie here. Oh, three out of five ear holes. Uh, three out of five eye holes and about uh, three out of five Nazi tattoos. Nazi tattoos or bouncing faces off cars. Or bouncing faces off cars. Oh, there he goes. He's done. That's it, guys. He lasts till about nine or ten. Then he comes back. You know, I think everyone gets uses the internet at his house. That's why he drops off. So, yeah. Did you like that? Yeah, I love this song. Okay, I'll play it without me singing it. Okay, here we go. Here we go right here. I can't help but sing it though, man. Hey little girl, is your daddy home? Did he go and leave you all alone? I gotta take this sign. Repeating the song again. I can take you That's good. I'm glad everyone gets to hear it a second time. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm playing it without me singing it. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's wrap it up then. Um, unless you have anything. Oh, uh, no. No, no. Um, no. Before we go. Wait, yeah. We... You have to rate the Game of Thrones, right? Yeah, Game of Thrones. Okay, Game of Thrones. Okay, here we go. Sometimes it's like someone took a knife, played a edgy and dull, or took a six-inch valley in the middle of my soul. Yeah! Okay, um, all right, Game of Thrones. Let's see, did you watch it? You don't care if I spoil it, right? Spoil away, bud. Okay, so Game of Thrones. Another dragon down. Okay, dragon's dead. Two dragons down. Uh, they only have one dragon left. <laughs> Cersei is control of um, King's Landing, and uh, she ain't giving the shit up. That's how. That's what's happening, and I hope she wins. 
Uh, I don't know if that's how the books go, but uh, yeah, I hope uh, she we're wins. We're beyond. Oh, we're beyond the book. So the I TV hope. TV show. Um, yeah. they they left a coffee cup in the scene. Uh, oh, that I saw on Twitter. Yes. Yeah, they were. Uh, I didn't even notice it. And I was watching the episode. They were partying, you know, sort of like you know, uh, you know, rejoicing that they won and grieving about their lo- the dead. They just set like they had thousand people funeral pyre in the beginning of the episode. Uh, John Snow's like, "We sacrificed it." Blah blah. Okay, boom, lights them on fire. Uh, then he um. Uh, he says goodbye to his dire wolf, and people are mad because he didn't pet him. It's like shut up because the CG because they couldn't get the CG right. They said, uh, <laughs> like, "Come on." Well, um, but, hey, let, let's be honest. Like in every movie where someone like a main character has to get uh, a wild animal pet to fucking go away, they like throw rocks at him and shit and scream at him. Well, he gave it to um, I forget his name, the wildling. That was his buddy, because he's going up north. He's like, my, my wolf does not belong in the south. You know, I'm going down south. He's like, this this wolf belongs in the north with you. He's like, okay, I'll take him. You know, it belongs in the snow. So they took the, he's taking the dire wolf with him, and then they're all, okay, now we're going to, now we're going to have our troops come in on the sea towards King's Landing, and Jon Snow's going to come around on the land with his other buddies, right? So they tried to fly in, bam, dragon dead. Uh, then Daenerys had to turn away, and then they came in to talk to uh, to Cersei, like, hey, um, this is your final warning, man. We don't want to start the shit. And she's like, oh, really? And Cersei kidnapped um, uh, Sunday. Uh, Sunday or Sus- It sounds like Sunday, her name. Uh, she was a main character. Uh, one of the Unsullied. Mm. And uh, and she got her head chopped off. <laughs> that was funny. Because uh, um, she was because uh, her brother, um, homeboy Tyrion, not T- yeah Tyrion, yeah the midget, yeah Tyrion midget Lannister. He 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 like walks up to the sister and like tries to plead with her. It's like, hey, what the fuck's going on? And she's just like, whatever, you piece of shit. Bam, cuts off the head. Of uh, of the chick, bam drops, and that's how the episode ends. Mm. Pretty gnarly, man. They're getting two more episodes left. Uh, I give it a four to five ear holes, four to five eye holes, four to five coffee cups. Or the upcoming Game of Thrones prequel is expected to debut in twenty twenty. So don't so don't fret. It's not going anywhere. And uh, I just watched the first <laughs> episode of. Uh, <laughs> I know. I just watched the first episode of Chernobyl. Uh, it's a five-episode miniseries on HBO. Hmm. It's awesome. It's just like they refused to, uh, or they were the um, the um, the nuclear physicist or whatever you call it, you know the scientist guys. Yeah. The, the guy running the whole place refused to believe that the reactor actually blew up. He's like, "No, you're wrong." Just put cooling rods on it and we'll cool it off with the water. It's like there isn't a reactor there anymore. They're like, I don't think, I don't believe you. Go there and check yourself. He's like, really? Comes back, his whole face is fucking red. He's like, <laughs> He's like dude, now I have radiation poisoning, just like we're all getting right now. Their, their yeah. Geiger counter only goes to 112. It's peaking. They're like, oh, it must <laughs> be broken. 
It spun around like four yeah. times past Dude, that. these guys are just melt. There's people, this one guy picked up a, um, like a graphite, a piece of graphite rock. They're like, oh, graphite exploded and it's all over the place. Nuclear graphite, which was holding the cooling rods, you know? Mm-hmm. So a fireman picks it up with a leather glove. He's like, oh, look at this. Ten minutes later, his whole hand is melting. He has to rip his glove off, his flesh. It's all the way down to the bone. They're like, what the hell's going on? You know? <laughs> Huh, that's weird. It's never done that before. It's a nuclear power plant. Yeah. They refused because they were told that it was the nuclear reactors weren't it was just a fire on the roof. That's what they were told because they refused to admit that they were wrong. That's what took them so long to uh, uh, that's why so many people died. And uh and this, these firemen are sitting here fire like trying to fight a nuclear fire. Right? Just nuclear waste is flowing right into their face, right? Not waste, but, you know, fumes. You know, radioactive fumes are just so... They're, they're at ground zero, man. Yeah. It's like, Jesus. You're sitting there going, they're all dead. Yeah, they had cancer and died within, like, a week of that. Yeah, you're all fucking dead. They're whole, they're, they were dead within hours, dude. People were dropping there. One know? of the, uh, the, the desktop, like, uh, backgrounds that I have that cycles on my computer is a Polaroid that was taken of one of the last guys to evacuate the Chernobyl plant. Uh-huh. And there's like a pile of radioactive lava-looking shit about two feet from him while he's flipping switches to turn stuff off. Yeah, he's dead. But oh, yeah. no, he, was, he died like the next day. Yeah. Um, but it's crazy because it's this old Polaroid from, what, the 70s? Uh, yeah. <clears throat> so it's an old Polaroid. It's horribly overexposed in certain spots because there's so much fucking light and heat from the fucking uh, material that's coming out of this fucking power plant. It's a crazy photo. I'll send it to you so you can see. Yeah, I want to see that. Dude, weird. Um, yeah, I don't know. It was, it's strange. Five, five hour mini series, or five, more than five. Each, it was like an hour and a half episode. Oh, wow. Um, this on? I'm sorry. I don't, it's HBO. No. Oh, okay. It's an HBO miniseries about Trino. It's fucking, you know, top-of-the-line production value. You know, it looks amazing. All the sets look like they're from the fucking 1987 is when it happened. No, 86. Yeah. Is it? Oh, so it was 80s, not six, 70s. No, it was 80s. Yeah, 86 is when it melted. It, 86 is when it melted because it sort of starts off in the beginning with somebody talking about it in 89. So, and then it jumps back two years, two minutes, they said. Two years, two minutes, right before Chernobyl. Just got bucket. Yeah, they refused, man. And the guy's like, no, I don't think so. Who just hurls all over the fucking desk. The guy who doesn't believe that the shit's melting down. Right, and that's one of the first signs of severe radiation poisoning. Yeah, yeah, he's just like, he's like, oh, it must have been something I ate. Like, shut up. That's your guts liquefying from fucking beta radiation. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, people are just like, just puking out of nowhere, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, dude, and your hair starts falling out, and your skin oh. starts falling off. Oh, these these dudes are fucking, like, trying to, like, they were manually under the fucking radioactive cool. They're trying to open the valves manually. Their mm-hmm. hands were melting. Their faces were melting. Oh, they looked like What's-His-Bucket from RoboCop. Yeah, they did. <laughs> and getting hit by the van i forget who that was dude i was like was what the fuck that was dude yeah i don't know what the fuck 
It was, yeah, those people are all dead. And the fact that they they didn't admit that it was happening in the, in the beginning of the second episode, or the, the end of this episode, huge radioactive cloud going towards the city, right, <laughs> of Chernobyl. Because it was like, you know, I think 10 miles out or whatever, five miles away. And it just shows all the buildings, you know, that you see now, you know, that are all, you know, but it's all, it's full of life. Kids going to school, it's fucking mom and dad's running around, the parks are full, right? And so, mm-hmm. and it just shows this huge black radioactive cloud going towards it. And then like the end of the episode is a bird dropping on the ground. It's like, pit, pit, pit. you know, like it's coming, dude. So the second episode is going to be brutal. Even more so. So yeah, I give it a four to five ear holes, four to five eye holes, and uh, four to five radioactive faces. Jesus Christ. All right. We, should we get out of here before our stuff collapses? Hey, well, the tech on your side is the shaky bit. I know. Well, always. You always know. Skype. Um, all right. Let's see what we got here. We can go out with Bam. No, nah, we'll go out with Bam. No, we'll go out with Squirrel Nut Zippers. Yeah. Live. No. I know Dan. Okay, who are our friends? Still not growing. I'm not growing old. Yes. Next next episode. Uh, Big Papa Podcast. Same fucking thing, asshole. Come on, Stan. Um, We've got the Turduncan Podcast. Jared and and Mike. Yes, uh, Turduncan it up, man. Sorry, David. Um, Check them out. They're releasing episodes slowly, but they are coming out. Yes. Um, Painted Black Podcast, uh, Ice in the Face, The Offensive Line, um, Lo-Fi Show. Oh, also, um, oh, uh, here's a noise. I was just a guest on their show. There you go. Uh, we did a uh, spoiler for Karate Kid. Uh, Cobra Kai, sorry, Cobra Kai Season 2. So that should be out sometime soon. From uh, Dan uh, Ramirez from uh, Here's a Noise. Thanks for having me on, dude. That was fun. Mm-hmm. I am. Uh, speaking of Heroes and Noise, Horribly Awkward Podcast. Yes, Horrible uh, Gamers. Geek Dig, uh, Fearcast and Fifthcast. Uh, everyone over at BatSquadNetwork.com. Go check them out. An awful fun network of podcasts over there. Yeah, it's um, awesome, guys. I think that's it. That's it, guys. We're out of here. Uh, season 17, Episode 9. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Shit that you try to hide will be revealed.